Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector Kevin Kane, here to bring you another chilling tale of terror. Welcome back, and I have great news for you. I have a new book out. It's called Dark Awakening and Other Tales for a Midnight Hour. It's a short story collection. In fact, one of them is more like a novella (laughs) because it was so long. But you can find it in hardback, paperback, and Kindle. You can find it now on Amazon.com. And as soon as I get copies of my own, I'm going to post them on my store. And speaking of my store, be sure to visit my website, myhaunteddolls.com, where you can purchase any of my books autographed today. And there are other items out there like a, a hat and a bumper sticker, things like that if you're interested. So be sure to check it out, myhaunteddolls.com. On the links page, just follow the link to my YouTube channel, My Haunted Dolls. You can check out some great videos of the items in my collection and some of the some of the evidence I've captured on video and audio. Also, every Tuesday night I do a show live with Abnormal Alabama, a two hour live show where we talk about all things strange. So come check us out. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time. My Haunted Dolls and Abnormal Alabama on YouTube. And be sure to give Abnormal Alabama a like and subscribe as well. Now let's get on to our story tonight. It's a nice creepy story called Creature in the Village. And I hope you gag, I mean uh, enjoy it. (laughs) My name is Magda, and I'm 26 years old. I work in an office in the city. On weekends, I used to love to get away from all the hustle and bustle and take a trip to the countryside. Luckily, I have a cottage in a small village, which is located right at the edge of the forest. How I used to love to get out of the city and spend the weekend in my little cottage. Why did I stop? Well, let me tell you. After a hard week at work, I needed a rest, so I decided to get out of town. I went home, packed my bags, threw them in the trunk, and drove off. When I arrived in the village, It was late in the evening, and I was tired from the long drive. I went straight to bed and fell asleep quickly. In the middle of the night, I was awakened by the sound of my car alarm going off. 
I looked out the window, but there was nobody in sight. I found my car keys, pressed the button to shut off the alarm. When the awful noise stopped, I lay down again and tried to fall back asleep. All of a sudden, the alarm went off again. I did not feel like getting up, so I just grabbed my keys and pressed the button again. Everything was peaceful and quiet. Five minutes later, the alarm went off a third time. Once or twice could have been an accident, but now I was wondering what was going on. Could someone be playing tricks on me in the middle of the night? I got up again and pressed the button to turn off the alarm. But this time, I did not lay down. Instead, I stood at the curtains and watched out the window. After a few minutes, I saw something by the light of the moon. A shadow emerged from the bushes and slowly approached the car. I could just about make out the shape. It was something tall, skinny and black. The figure reached out with its long, thin arms and knocked on the car. The alarm went off again and, quick as a flash, the dark figure retreated back into the bushes. At that moment, I realized what was going on and began shaking with fear. I turned off the alarm and continued to watch. The thing emerged from the bushes again and slid silently over the gate, threw a hand through them and removed the partition holding the gates closed. I was paralyzed with fear and I could not move. My mind was overcome by panic thoughts. What was it? What did it want from me? What was it doing? And would it ever go away? A shiver ran through my body from my head down to my toes. My mouth was dry and my heart was beating fast. I was so tense that I was gritting my teeth and clenching my hands into fists. I got control of myself and ran down the stairs as fast as my legs would carry me. To the ground floor, I arrived, and I wanted to look for something I could use to protect myself. However, just as I was about to switch on the lights, I suddenly froze in my tracks. The dark figure was at the window, pressed up against the glass, staring in, looking to see whether or not there was someone home. I immediately ducked down behind the sofa and peered out. And that's when I realized what all these tricks with the car were for. 
it was trying to lure its victim outside. I could not take my eyes off its hideous face. The skin was the color of ash and covered with wrinkles. Its eyes were small, beady, and completely black. Instead of a nose, there were two ragged holes. It did not have any lips, just two rows of sharp yellow teeth. Its breathing was so heavy and hoarse that it was misting up the window. I just knew it was not going to go away. After standing at the window for a few moments, I heard a rustling noise as it came to the front door. I watched as it tried to push its fingers through the gap under the door. The handle began to twitch wildly up and down, up and down. And then the creature emitted a chilling sound. It was not like the human voice. It was a deep, beastly growl, like an angry dog chewing on a bone. I knew that if it heard me, it would keep trying until it found a way to get into the house. I just crouched down behind the sofa, hiding in the shadows and desperately trying not to make a sound. Tears began involuntarily streaming down my face. No matter how much I tried to stop them, they kept flowing. I could feel my pulse pounding in my temples, and I was shaking like a leaf, just waiting, waiting for this to end. I don't know how long I cowered there. I must have passed out. When I woke up and looked at the door, the creature was gone. The door was still in place, and everything seemed secure. I have never been so relieved in all my life. I ran upstairs and looked out the window. It was light outside, and there was no sign of anything wrong. Taking a chance, I grabbed my keys and, without stopping to collect any of my things, I ran out to the car. I quickly jumped in, locked the doors, and drove away from the village as fast as I could. I did not stop driving until I got back to the city. When I got back to my apartment, I turned on the radio just in time to hear a news report. The announcer said that in the village where I came from, the dead bodies of two girls had been discovered. Their corpses had been mutilated beyond recognition and dumped in a swamp. I guess... 
creature found what it was looking for. Well, I guess it did indeed find what it was looking for. I just wonder what the woman saw out there. Was it an alien? Some sort of unknown animal? Maybe something half-human? I wager I guess it was way beyond human. (laughs) So next time you're awakened by a car alarm in the middle of the night, best be careful. Especially if you live out in the woods. Because you just might find something you don't want to look for. The next story I'm going to share with you comes all the way from Japan. Now Japan has a lot of amazing scary stories and folklore. And urban legends of their own. This is one of them. It's called Future Husband. For years, a mysterious fortune-telling game has been very popular with teenage girls in Japan. They call it Future Husband or Future Spouse. According to the legend, if you play the game, you will find out who you will marry. They say that the game must be played with all the lights off beside a window in the moonlight. If you place a razor blade in your mouth at midnight and look into a basin filled with water, you will see the face of your future husband or wife reflected in the water. One high school girl heard about the fortune-telling game and decided to try it out immediately. The girl had never had a boyfriend and was worried that she would never fall in love. Her worst nightmare was that she would never get married. Her lovesick curiosity made her desperate to find out what her future husband would look like. She took one of her father's razor blades from her parents' bathroom cabinet Then she took a basin from the kitchen cupboard and filled it with water. Finally, she turned off the lights, opened the curtains, and waited until the clock struck midnight. Carefully placing the razor blade in her mouth, she cautiously peered into the basin. In the water... She saw a man's face staring back at her. The girl was so surprised that she let out an involuntary scream. At the same time, the razor dropped out of her mouth and fell into the basin. 
The water became stained with a red color, like blood. The girl recoiled in fright and started trembling. A few moments later, when she looked into the basin again, the water was crystal clear and the razor was sitting at the bottom. The girl was confused. Was it just an illusion? Had her eyes been playing tricks on her? Had she really seen a face? Or had it just been the moon's reflection on the water? The girl decided to forget about it and went to bed. The years passed quickly and the girl grew into an adult. She left school, attended university, and eventually found a job. She also began dating a nice man. It was her first boyfriend, and he was very gentle and receptive to her wishes. He had a friendly personality, was always witty and funny, and the fact that he made a lot of money certainly did not hurt. However, there was one thing about him that was very strange. He always kept his face hidden behind a large, white, surgical mask. In Japan, it's not unusual to see some people wearing masks like this to prevent catching colds. Indeed, when they first met, the man explained that he had a cold and did not want her to catch it. At the time, she accepted the explanation, but as the months passed, he continued to wear the mask and never took it off. Every time they went on a date, the man would be wearing the mask. If she ever asked him to remove it, he would angrily refuse. Despite the strange situation with the mask, the girl came to love this man more and more every day. Finally, the day came when he asked her to marry him. The girl began to think, How can you marry someone when you have never seen their face? There aren't supposed to be any secrets between husband and wives. What could, be, what could he be hiding from her? She was confident that her feelings for him would not change, no matter what he looked like under the mask. One night, the girl took him aside and told him that she would marry him only if he trusted her enough to show her his face. She asked him to remove the mask. At first, the man refused. But when the girl insisted, he eventually gave in. He turned his back to her and slowly unhooked the mask from around his ears. Then, he suddenly spun around to face her, and the girl gasped in horror. His face was horribly disfigured 
by a large scar that ran from his eye, down his cheek, and across his mouth to his chin. The wound was so deep that it looked as if it had been gouged with a sharp knife. It was painful to look at. What's wrong with your face? She asked timidly. What happened to you? The man's eyes narrowed in anger. His face bore an expression of hate. You should know, he growled. You dropped the razor. Well, 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 I guess it's safe to assume that you should stay away from those urban legends like the game of the future husband because one mistake can cost a (laughs) future disaster. (laughs) Of course, I would not want to marry someone who's not willing to take off a mask they're wearing. (laughs) I can tell you that. Well, that brings an end to our episode. Don't forget... Please be sure to go by MyHauntedDolls.com and check out my website. And please, please buy my new book, Dark Awakening and Other Tales for a Midnight Hour. These are original stories written by yours truly. And I know you'll enjoy them and have a frightful time. So, until our next episode, be sure to stay away from those car alarms in the middle of the night or those strange masked people (laughs) that might be creeping around your city. Keep those doors and windows locked and the lights on, but have a happy haunting. (laughs) 